and you're watching us. Why? Why watch radio? Not sure that is Jock Early Sherry Ellicka Show, the combination of news and entertainment. We lovingly called news tainment. Here comes Sherry singing her best. Thing. The best that you can do is falling if you get caught. You're caught. Oh. Joe, come on. Come on. You're not human yeah. if you're not out of your oh. seat. Oh. <laughs> People pulling over the side of the road, getting out, just dancing on the yeah. hood like a white snake album. Diving it The reference for four percent of the audience to know about White Snake and those uh, album covers, right, Joe? Huh? Remember those? Huh? Absolutely. Well, well, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, for, oh. for more money, who was the one on the hood of the car? Ooh. Tawny Katine. Whoa! That's it. Very good. Whoa! Look at you. All right. Still got the poster on. on my wall. <laughs> I'll take other famous album covers for four hundred, please, Alex. Um, okay. Question out, for, yeah, I got question one. For, I got yeah, one. question. Yeah, here uh, go. What double album had um, a famous hotel in it on the inside cover? Inside cover. Sheesh. Jeez. Double album. I know you're Googling Nate, where it. Are you? Nate, where are you? <laughs> yeah, Nate. Eagles like Hotel California. There you go. What? Good. Oh, oh come that on. was easy. That What's was the oh, that was so easy. It took you guys how long? To What's the hotel? Too simple. Too simple. Alex, oh, I'll take okay. album covers for 300 Nate. Um, yeah. This woman was covered in what dairy product? Oh, I love this one. Herb Albert. Herb Albert was the was, artist. She was covered in this dairy product. Cottage cheese. cheese. Cottage cream. cheese. No, it's whipped cream. Whipped cream is the correct answer. And, Nate, you are gross. All right. Let's get to the rest of the news. <laughs> By the way, that woman, that model, I think she lived around here for a while. Um, she's a famous the whipped cream model from, from Herb Albert. All right. Um, boy, there's other news. Imagine that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Mayor Bruce Harrell. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Nate, for playing along. Uh, okay, Nate Her- uh, uh, Nate Her- Bruce Harold <laughs> gave the state of the city address, uh, and Kate Stone's going to come by at three thirty-three to break that all down for us. He's basically touting the fact that oh, this number's down, and this number's down, and that number's down. Um, so look at numbers, and they make decisions based upon real data. Not be interesting if they did that consistently, but overall, crime down, major crime down, property. Down. Budget. Down. Homicide. Uh, Increased. Um, Damage inflicted from gun violence increased. Damage increased. We don't say gun violence around here. Sorry. I know. I know what that means. I don't don't know what damage inflicted by gun violence. As my friend Fred likes to say, there's almost 400 million guns in the United States. If all those guns decided to start shooting, we'd be in some serious trouble. That's <laughs> some gun violence, right? 
Uh, and then uh, Seattle saw record-breaking homicide. Then this story goes on Fox. So we'll find out um, the mayor's address regarding the state of the city. Uh, yeah, he also mentioned that uh, they got, I think, more recruits, record number of recruits, right? Not record number of cops, but people signing up for um, to be a police officer. The kind of thing is like they're offering all this money, signing bonus and stuff. You really don't want somebody doing the job just for the money, right? That's not really – that shouldn't be your motivator. Well, Why this are you point, doing this? Huh? Beggars can't be choosers, so I think they're willing to take anybody regardless of their motivation because – do you really want to take anybody that is now has a gun and can kill somebody? No, but I can see where the numbers do matter in just in terms of optics. It's now they've gotten such a bad rap for being down so many officers that, yeah, if they had a few more, even if they were not the very, very top of the list, I think it would help. What would help? Just to get more people? Yes, just to have more people on the street, to have more people do um, some of the crimes that are not even being investigated. The fact that Mm -hmm. people call 911 and nobody shows up, those types Mm -hmm. of things. So here's the thing you have to look at. Uh, Spoke to my friend, now retired, said that um, you go through the academy. If you make it through the academy, one thing that knocks most people out is the physical. Then you go through, you get to pass the test for two weeks. Then you do... um, then you ride along. So you're riding along, and the cop, you're riding with a veteran, one of these guys that checks out the the rookies and says, okay, we're going to stop that car. You go up there. You come back, get in the car. Okay, just see where you're standing. Just see how you approach. You see this, and they talk to you. If they feel that you are not doing well, you're not progressing, they would do a remedial. They would send you back for one month to do, you know, like brush up on stuff. Then you bring it back out again. They normally give you just one shot at it. And then if you came back out and you sucked, they said, you know what? Maybe you should find a different job. Now they send them back. They can send them back three times, which they've never done that before. They have three remedials. Send you back, bring you out. Send you back, bring you out. Send you back, bring you out. And now they're just checking really <laughs> because mm-hmm. the quality of the recruit is so low. Um, I won't say his name on the air. I just asked him. And again, the quality of applicant we're receiving is horrible. Uh, many of them get washed out during the field training phase uh, and get terminated. But overall, the he just said that just any warm body they're throwing in there. And it's very, very dangerous. Forty five percent of the cops, if you have a bachelor's degree, you're you tend to be better about use of force. You have lower use of force. Uh, you're just better about um, keeping things moving. But they got rid of that. Uh, and they get you out of high school. And most kids coming out of high school don't read very well, don't do math very well. So then they say, if you really want to be a cop, maybe you want to go learn how to read, uh, do simple mathematics. So maybe they go might go to community college for a little while to try to bring those skills up. Uh, but then applying for the police academy, passing the tests, and then passing the physicals. Those are the two sort of things. We'll find out what the uh, mayor has to say about the state of uh, the city. At 3.33 with Kate Stone. Uh, I'm starting to think about this more. Although my dad spent 350 bucks, I have this receipt. In 1968, Sherry, he bought eight plots. Um, and as he told us, the reason I bought eight is because you get a discount on volume. So he's buried there. His mom, his dad, they're all there. I, even, I visited the gravestone. Then the guy said, oh, yeah, yeah, your father bought that a long time ago. He pulls up this little handwritten thing, $350. I said, what's it worth now? 
uh, if you were to sell those remaining six you got there, that's about eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, got myself some money, some equity there. <laughs> Sell those plots. I said, if people yeah. do that, yeah, yeah. Occasionally, people will put them back on the market again. Well, what about your brother and sister? Have wouldn't they have to be consulted because a couple of those are for them? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just that, that's a morbid. It's morbid. The reason I'm bringing this up is because more and more people are not. I don't have many more, but they say human composting business. People are just dying to get into it. Oh. Andrew, I get nothing on that. Where's the drummer? Somebody wake the drummer up. We have a tendency to think that the way things are done now is the way it's always been. But that's just not the case. Embalming and burial is 150 years old in its current form. Cremation has been extensively used only for the last 50. And frankly, both are not overly kind to the earth. Officially, the process is known as natural organic reduction, and we call it terramation. It really is simply the transformation of human remains into soil. We think it's incredibly important. It's vital that we reduce greenhouse gases and toxins going into our environment for future generations. It's often said that what we do is, is a little bit weird, but uh, on our side, we think that it's saving the world. It's making the world a better place. Mm. So I'm glad you think so. Likely to do. Uh, yeah. uh, the company <laughs> I knew is called. That part. <laughs> the, the company is called Return Home, and Washington was the first state to legalize eco-friendly alternatives, and that means that you can be buried. You will not be buried in a casket or anything, and you will become uh, soil. Uh, it takes a 200-pound body can make about five to 600 pounds of soil. And they started out with just a, about 12,000 feet of, you know, de- designated space. Now they're up to mm-hmm. 17,000. Okay. And you might hmm. want to put this on your calendar. It's okay. the uh, Tacoma Convention Center is hosting this uh, Terra uh conference, and it's called Terracon. Ah, Terracon. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. Ready? Yep. Um, Jeopardy again. Okay. You took historical burying or embalming for 400, Sherry. When did the use of embalming bodies become necessary and part of the burial services offered in the United States? Uh, I'm going to say 1918. Final answer? It's my final answer. I would say, what is 1918? Okay. It was actually uh, after the Civil War, or during the Civil War, bodies to be returned from north to south or south to north, they would normally just wrap them up and, like, put them on a train or horseback or something like that. Not horseback, but a carriage of something or a train. It was, they were in awful shape by the time they got there, especially, you know, the heat and everything else. So they started embalming the soldiers in order to be able to transport the soldiers so they could be returned home. Uh, to their loved ones. So, sorry, I can't give you credit for that. Um, it's going to be a theme of the whole show, just a bunch of <laughs> random stuff that I know. Right. Um, oh, by the way, let, oh, he goes on to explain how it works. For anybody interested, those people are just dying to hear more. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, you know what? If I have to ask for the rim shot, it really kills the comedy. No, no, Andrew. Wrong button. Everything we do is designed to accelerate what nature already does so well. We lay a bed of organics, straw, alfalfa, and sawdust into the vessel about this high. The body is then placed on top of it, and then we fill the rest of the vessel with organics again. The lid is closed, and the vessel is brought to front of house, where it sits for about a month. During that period of time, the microbes in the body become hyperactive, and they rapidly transform the body into soil. At the end of that month, we separate out the soil from the bone. We reduce the bone exactly as it is typically done in cremation reintroduce it to the soil, and let it sit for a second month. So, at the end of a two-month period, we have soil that we can then give back to the family. Oh, wait, the family gets a, like a bucket bag of, of soil? Hey, bag of dirt. Plant a tree with it or something. Oh. What, Sherry, what's <laughs> it being in some <laughs> cylinder? It's a bunch of ashes or a bunch of dirt. I don't know. I mean, it's just... Because you know that when you get the ashes back, you yes. know it's your person's body. When you get okay. the dirt back, it sounds like it could be mixed in with a lot of other alfalfa or whatever you said. <laughs> and straw. <laughs> and straw. So you're basically getting back a potted plant or a, a something with all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah, it's, it's compost. It's soil. You can plant with it. Return to Earth, Sherry. Return to yeah, Earth, Sherry. It sounds like it takes a long time. Two months. Oh, well, that's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I still wouldn't do it, but it's not, not so bad. Fred writes, uh, why doesn't change to oil? Why wouldn't it change to oil? Oh, that takes like, like millions why, of years, doesn't it? Why, why would it <laughs> change to oil? Uh, because it's an that's excellent what the question. Is. That is something we're going to have to evaluate through our investigation. <laughs> because <laughs> dinosaurs are primarily oil and plants and oil, and then they became, that's when you get all that stuff that you're pumping out of the ground, Sherry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> God, we are really slugging through this show, aren't yeah, we? I love it. I, speaking of uh, just really boring stuff to listen to <laughs> show i listened to the entire lake city council oh city me council. too i did. oh it was so bad the one guy that talked really slowly Slow. about I think that parking enforcement have been the mayor <laughs> i'm glad you listened to it too oh. I, was like, I have a question uh, would it be possible to Get the data. <laughs> it's twice from... as slow. <laughs> Pull it up so people can really oh, enjoy geez. it. Okay. Oh, my God. It really made me just long for my days as city councilman. They came up with it. First of all, they made big news because, oh, the city in Washington is going to have a $500 parking bike. They realized, mm -hmm. well, first of all, we don't want to be known. <laughs> he sort of said we don't want to be known as a place that has the highest parking uh, fines. And they also said one guy that the said, well, listen, if we, if we tow away somebody's car and they happen to live in it, that's their house. You can't do that. So they've just sort of, they've they tabled it for a while. They're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to do the 500. They said, well, we do 25 bucks or 30 bucks, and then we move it up to 100 bucks, and the third one is going to be $500. They said, it's just, it's too complicated. So they're, they're, they're trying to get the data. 
<laughs> officers feel when they're trying to answer the That's same one. Being recovered, although not looking for it to be a a, a, a revenue source for, for the committee. Attorney, Miss, and and I guess so. So it comes down to a question of what level of fine is going on, and because we don't have any data, it looks like we don't have any real data that indicates <laughs> parking fines <laughs> affecting behavior or conversely not affecting behavior that um what we don't have is any data that would be have been helpful no one's listening listen listen <laughs> by the way does everybody feel really well informed by that 20 minutes of radio right there huh everybody all right huh where you go when you die? Sherry doesn't want to be a potted plant. It's crazy. It's groundbreaking. It's new. It's making history. <laughs> yeah, That's what I right. That's about it. Here we go with the John Curley Sherry Elliger Show. Look who's coming in the door now. Man, she is one little busy bee. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I should have a rotation of songs in case people don't like Tom Petty. You know, there's a there's a flavor for everyone. I could throw a Madonna in there, something like that. No. Oh, is it is it where you're being? Is it where Madonna falls? Or maybe off the just chair? Washington-based artists about, like Soundgarden. Hey, Kate. Kate. Okay, Kate. sorry. I just want to be a part of things. You are part of things. This is it. People like consistency. Sherry comes on, sings the same stupid song every day. You don't hear about me the muffins stupid. or the honey butter or whatever what? it is. Uh, <laughs> that would be taste the biscuit. That's it. Yes. I was All getting right. there. Yeah. Show some okay. respect. Come on. Uh, Miss Stone, the uh, state of the city. Uh, yes. The, yes. So you, did you get a chance to dig through these numbers? Uh, you know, you, I did. Newsworthy. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I guess I'll ask you guys, if you had to pick an adjective for the state of Seattle right now, what, what adjective would you pick? Sherry, an adjective. I would be modifying nouns. Okay. Um, I I would pick sad. Okay. Whoa. All right. John? Uh, it's Well, it's actually not an adjective. It's, um, I know. Grammar is not my strong suit. Which better. Is just Much better. Declining. Come on. I write, I write for a living. Well, this is what Mayor Bruce Harrell had to say during his address yesterday. The state of our city, if one was to ask us... I would describe it as being persistent, um, persistent, pioneering. That's not a word that I've ever heard before in all of the state of blank addresses that I have been privy to. But it was definitely an interesting one. And he did dig into a lot of topics during his address. He talked about public safety, affordable housing, transportation, all things that are going to be really important, not just this year, but also next year, because as we know, or if you've listened to Cairo News Radio at any point uh, during the past several months, Seattle is facing a mega budget shortfall with the general fund. It's expected to be around somewhere around $250 million per year starting next year for the next six years. So mm. that is quite a chunk of change. And the mayor, well, first he front-loaded with the good stuff. And the good stuff includes his one Seattle plan, which was supposed to be released last April. That's the document that the city council is going to use to sort of shape the next decade of Seattle. We don't really know what's in it yet, but the mayor says it will be released in two weeks. 
So then we will get to see the vision. He also talked about the Sonics. He said that the Sonics will hopefully come back and that Climate Pledge Arena will hopefully be their home someday. Nothing guaranteed there. He also talked about the fentanyl crisis, how they've put in $27 million in investments towards facilities and treatment programs. Seattle Fire has launched a post-overdose response team. Uh, Seattle Police have seized 2 million deadly fentanyl pills. Uh, Then we talked about crime. And in 2023, overall crime dropped 7% citywide. Major violent crime fell 6%. Property crime dipped 10%. But there was one specific area where crime increased. Homicides and the damage inflicted from gun violence have increased. We have to change this. So something that Mayor Harrell and the Seattle City Council, the new Seattle City Council, have definitely agreed on is the need for more police. That is the linchpin of their public safety efforts and what they want to improve on. And part of that is stepping up recruitment efforts within Seattle police. We are urgently recruiting more police officers who share our values. Our monthly applications are the highest they've ever been in three years. Now, he said it's about an average of 200 applications per month. Uh, it's unclear if all of those are qualified applicants or if they're like me, who would not be the I world's you greatest. You can apply. Anybody can apply. Yes, of right? course. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. So it's not clear how many of those are quality applicants. We do know the Seattle Police Department still saw staffing numbers decrease in 2023. They're at the lowest staffing levels in since the 90s, the early mm-hmm. 90s. The department obviously has faced a string of high-profile incidents, Consent decree, federal rulings over excessive force during the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020. Oh, my God. Well, but then there's also the other side of it. There's the fallout from the defund the police movement, which caused hundreds of officers to leave the department for various Mm -hmm. reasons. Uh, There's also multiple lawsuits against the department that are happening right now, alleging racism and gender discrimination, both filed by men and women, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's been some other high. Are they able to define a man or a woman there? The city of Seattle? (laughs) I'm not answering that. (laughs) Good call. Difficult Uh, question. Pass. Uh, But there there, including one of the high profile incidents was actually there was an update on that today. Officer Dan Otterer, who uh, was caught on camera. Allegedly, he was accused of mocking uh, the death of a woman who was killed by another officer in a crosswalk last year. So that was that was an incident that actually grabbed international attention. So SPD definitely trying to recruit more, but definitely facing some challenges there. No question. But then mm. at the very end of the speech, we finally got to the meat of it, which is the serious looming money problem that I mentioned, the revenue uh-huh. shortfall. And also we have a nine year levy that's about a billion dollars that is set to expire in December and mm-hmm. voters have to choose to re-up that. And it's mm-hmm. about one third of the city's transportation budget. So without it, it's it's not looking pretty. Uh-huh. But what Harold said about the the deficit in the budget is we will have to make difficult financial decisions ahead is what he said. Now, he did not say the word spending cuts, but he did say there won't be any new taxes. So without oh. any new taxes, well, that's what he says, because the city council. Well, the city council and Harold are, are pretty aligned now. They've they've talked about this, actually, that they that they are more in step than the previous city council. And mm-hmm. so the mayor, 
he probably feels pretty confident in saying there won't be any new taxes. Uh, it would be it would be surprising for the city council to you know reverse course on that, especially because most of them ran on the platform of no more progressive revenue. Ah. What that logically means is there will be spending cuts. And what's not clear is where those spending cuts will happen. It seems pretty clear they won't happen in the public safety department because that's a priority for both the council and the mayor. But it's not Mm -hmm. clear which programs or services are going to suffer because two hundred and fifty million dollars is not exactly chump change. Yeah. Uh, So a lot of issues. Yeah, there's a lot of issues wasn't it Seattle the other day in the news? I think got rated with some of the worst uh, potholes. Wasn't that the news? Yes, we had in potholes yeah. did come up actually. Yes, so oh. that, that transportation levy, uh, voters need to re up. That will cover some pothole repair, so, mm-hmm. and bridge repair, mm-hmm. right? So and repaving of roads. So yeah, nice, one smooth. Of the roads. Prime jobs is uh, make sure the laws are enforced. Have police, have fire, fill the potholes. If I were the mayor and then all of that other crap, I'd get rid of all of it. All the, you know, uh, the graffiti. Oh, the public gardens, a, community gardens. Spend a, yeah. Get oh. rid of it. Spend a million dollars for so that a graffiti artists can have, you know, walls to paint on. Golden yeah, gardens. Yeah. Yeah. That goes. Oh, that goes. No. And then get all that DEI crap. All that goes. All that's all that's like value stuff. Go. Why don't you provide just the basic services? Just get in there. Put criminals in jail, fill the potholes, put out fires. I don't think your like anti-beach platform is going to be very popular. But... Can I can I add one thing before we wrap up the state of mm, Seattle? Yes, I believe. Yes, okay, Joe. I've lived mm-hmm. in downtown Seattle since 2017, so I saw it go from a pretty you know pretty good what you'd expect from a big city to god awful in 2020 and the 2021 and 22. It is so much better now than it was two years ago, sure. and that was prior to this new city council, <laughs> which I think they're going to do good things. So I'm very optimistic about the city that I live, play, and do everything in. <laughs> I don't know. I think I Joe's know running for city I don't know council. what to do everything is. <laughs> I did, yeah, well, I, we don't drive. We walk everywhere. You know, we, we're, we have a walking lifestyle, and people think it's so dangerous to walk downtown Seattle. There's, a, there's three blocks that you avoid, and other part, like Ballard needs help. They need help badly, but they've focused on downtown in the last year, and it's gotten a lot better. But a takeaway okay. from this is essentially that without the money... What are things going to look like? Is it is it going to mm-hmm. backslide without money to fund not just police, but the other things that that make neighborhoods worth living in? Yeah. And I'll just tell you, I looked up the numbers. I don't remember them off the top of my head. It was about a year ago. I looked up to see how much money Nike Town, that store that was there on the corner. And I looked and I got the numbers of how much money they pay in every single day with state city taxes and taxes going when businesses leave. Right. As we have had when businesses close up shop and leave because it's so great in the city. That's a giant revenue source. So all of that starts to go away and then they have to find the money somewhere else. He says right now there's no taxes, but I don't think they're going to be able to have those types of cuts that they need to allow people to enjoy the city as Joe does. Well, let's mark it here. The February 21st of 24. No taxes. We'll see what happens. Mm. Don't sit and cry about it. (laughs) <laughs> no, don't. All right. Okay, uh, Kate, I'm sorry, but I'm going to play your same song again to get you out of here. That's you ready? When she was it's my cue. She goes.
Sherry? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, it's more questions. Is that um, Whitney Houston? Uh, Yes, that's right. Yes. Thank you. I knew this one, but uh, some TikToker guy. Law by Mike. Theatrically demonstrating the reasons why police officers touch the trunk of your car when they pull you over. I love that that's the taillight, but this guy says... This guy. Two reasons. Number one, we want to make sure the trunk is secure to prevent a... Surprise attack! Ah, get off me! Number two, to put our fingerprints on the car in case you flee. All units, we got to run our BMW. Fingerprints on the car. Or... I don't think he yelled fingerprints on the car. (laughs) The guy who did this to me, my fingerprints are on his car. Avenge me. No, no, you're not. You're not going to need avenging. You're going to be fine. I'm going to help you. Hey, listen to me. I've seen a lot of rookies come and go in my day. They're not all like you. Don't talk like that, Sarge. Stay with me. I'm proud to call you my friend. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm (laughs) (laughs) done. Sorry. Sorry. I think they mentioned the two um, reasons that right in the beginning. So. Right. And then, mm. then the rest is just fun theatrics. Is that all right with everybody? Yeah. He makes it, by the way. He pulls through. Does he at the end? Good he to know. He does. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be avenged. By the way, this is the thing Joe was most excited about when the uh, mayor was speaking. The fact that the Sonics, well, the Sonics are coming back, Sherry. I'm ready to add another point to our 46 points of our downtown activation plan bring did, did he go through all 46 points i, I don't oh, think oh. so bring the sonics back you should have led with that got chris yeah, daniel's yeah. attention over there when i said that i saw he was sleeping up until then he perked up all of a sudden NBA teams are already choosing to play preseason games right here, and that's a clear sign that Seattle Center and Climate Pledge Arena are ready for NBA action. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard this from a couple of people about a year ago that the, they're going to get a team again. So the NBA will do the expansion. Everybody agrees to it. They all have to sign off on it because they've got to split the revenue. And then Seattle would get a team again. So somehow it's really weird. Some guy came in from Oklahoma, and he's like, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to keep the team in Seattle. Sure, I will. Oh. It's like... Wait, you're from Oklahoma. Why are you going to keep it in Seattle? Yo, yeah. I'm not going to move it. Like, okay. And then <laughs> moved him. So it's like, oh, no, we lost our team. But looks like they're going to come back again. Seattle Sonics come back. So city like this should have, should have a professional basketball team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yo, thank you, Sherry. Wow. <laughs> Hot take by Sherry. Wow. I think By the way, it's great. Did you watch the uh, the All Star game the other day? Oh my joke? gosh, I did. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I did too. It was great. <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't. It was like edge of your seat, right? Heartbreaker. Oh yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah one fifty four to two hundred and thirty, whatever yeah, it was. They only lost by seventy points. It was it was a close one. Uh, if you went to that game, you'd say this sucks. Somebody play some defense. Like nobody cared. Yeah. What they don't want to get hurt. It's like how many times they get hurt a game. Why doesn't somebody actually step it up? But it's all they agree, like, oh, just let me come down and shoot, just shoot, drive in, just shoot. The whole weekend is kind of the dunk contest is trash now. It, it, it needs a whole rework. It's just not fun. I like the really bright colored, like lime colored floor that was all lit oh, up. Yeah. And, yeah. The white uh, guys look really funny. They're, they All the white guys turned green. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 
White privilege. Yeah, you can turn a different yeah. color if you want to. <laughs>